now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What'd it do? Nothing much, man. Let's get to the topic. All right. All right. So today, guys, we have for you a topic called the early bird gets the worm. We're going to be talking about being proactive, starting early, not being lazy, not procrastinating. Kid, what you got for us? Well, at first, I'll start with when I think about early bird gets the worm. I'm thinking like you got to get up early. So me. As you already know, we've talked about it before. I like to get up really early in the morning, about four o'clock, get my day started. That's my time where I can exercise, I can pray, I can meditate, I can legacy build. All those things happen early in the morning that I can't necessarily do later on because I got other stuff. I'm at work or I'm tending to my family, things of that nature. So when I think about getting on things early and not procrastinating, I think about um, me, myself, and like the goals that I have for my life. And like, when you put a plan together, you need to be making steps towards that plan in life. You can't wait to the last minute and then say, hey, well, I want a million dollars now. It doesn't work like that. Million dollars is not yeah. just going to fall out the sky. If you have goals or aspirations to be a millionaire or even a billionaire, you have to make the proper steps to get to that goal. And I feel like the only way that you can do that is with preparation and not procrastinating. If you procrastinate too much, your life will be gone. What's your thoughts on it? That's right. That's yeah, you're right, man. You're right. Um, You know, one of the first things I think about when we talk about the early bird gets the worm, I think about how we've all seen it, Black Friday deals, you know, you had the early bird special, you know, that's designated for the person or the people that's going to get there early enough that want that deal. They want that special trinket or whatever it is, you know, Mm -hmm. they want that. So they're going to get there early, right? And so I think about that and we have to take that same approach, you know, with, with uh, being proactive and starting early with that, hey, something I want, something I want that I'm willing to lose a little bit of sleep over. You know what I mean? So that, that's something that, that's one of the things I think about. Um, I also think about, and, and, you know, we might have some, some other folks who had, had to learn these sayings, but, I think about the piece of lit that we had to learn to mm-hmm. be early is to be on time. Yeah. You know, and then the rest of it is to be on time is to be late. To be yep. late is to be in trouble. You know, I can remember, right. you know, being taught that. And I can remember where, where we were when we learned that and all that yeah. stuff. And it's just, you know, you got to start early in the morning. Right. And I, I, I so love what you said when you talk about how in the morning, you use that time to legacy build and to meditate and to pray and do all these things. And I try to make sure I do the same thing too. You know, for me, I think about it, getting up early can be rough sometimes. That snooze button 
Oh my goodness, man. That snooze button can be evil. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. That snooze button can be evil because you know, it's, it's you know, don't get me wrong, rest is important. We talked about that in another episode. Rest is very important, but it also, you know, you can't you can't sleep your life away. I know too many people, and I can remember times as a teenager, you know, you stay up, you stay up all night long, and then you're sleeping like two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Your day is already gone. Your day yeah. is already gone at that point, right? But you know, you have to start off early. Um, I use that time also to to meditate, to think about my goals, mm -hmm. think about my dreams, and um, build plans. Um, and also to to exercise and to meditate and all those things. And I mean, that's important. You have to do those things because you know, a friend of mine he once said this. And I'll, I'll never forget it, but you never, ever regret waking up early. Yeah. You won't regret it. You'll regret not getting up early enough. If you snooze, if you hit the snooze for like an hour or two, mm -hmm. or if you get up really late, you'll, you'll feel like you're behind all day long. But if you get up early and take care of those things that you know you need to take care of, you feel refreshed. That's yeah. how you feel. That's how I feel. And it makes it interesting because I started thinking like, don't we all kind of procrastinate sometime and not be as proactive as we can be? Now, some have severe cases and some are mild cases yeah, of we're it. We're not perfect. Yeah. Uh, I think we all kind of struggle with that, especially I, I think about times when I was in college and having to do papers and I just know me personally, I have to be proactive and do a little bit each day so I don't get overstressed. And then I just kind of shut down. So I have to do a little bit every day and make it where it's manageable for me. And it has to be manageable in my mind first. And then once I can, you know, get control over my mind with taking on this task, then, you know, the physical part follows. Now, I know you a little bit different than me, especially yeah. when it comes to papers. Um, right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember times where you were in school and you might have a 10 or 15 page paper and it's due Sunday night and you started on this Sunday. So let me explain. So <laughs> there have been times where, you know, and I'll be honest, procrastination has always been something that there have been times in my life where I've struggled with it, right? Uh -huh. um, when you, but we're talking about paper. So let me, let me give you this. I may know that the paper is due on a Sunday. Yeah. That Monday before I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. But I'm working on it in my mind now. Okay. Some people I mean, you may think, oh, that's that's a whole bunch of craziness. You know, <laughs> you're not actually putting your pen to the paper. You're not typing on the keyboard. Yeah. But in my mind, I've and Monday I've started writing the paper. In my mind, I know where I'm going to go. Point A and sub point, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, that by the time I sit down, now most of the time for me it was always like the paper is due on Sunday. I'm actually starting to type it on maybe Saturday. 
Okay. I'll take a big chunk of it Saturday. I'll normally, you know, put some earbuds in, headphones or whatever. And I'll listen, I'll be honest, I, I would listen to some classical music and I would just go. Yeah. Yeah. And I could not I could come out on Saturday, get up the next day and write the other seven pages of it or whatever. And that's that was my method. I, I just it was something about sitting down at the paper, sitting down on a Monday, writing a paper that was due on Sunday, just didn't sit right with me because I felt I always felt like I was going to miss something. Like if I finished it on Monday when it was due Sunday, another thought was going to come to my mind and then I was going to have to rearrange everything. So that was that was me. So yeah, that, that was something that I did. Yeah, and it's crazy because like I would be talking to you, I'm like, you know, you you got to do what by tonight? And you would tell me, and it used to kind of like, it, it's weird, but it would kind of like, I would kind of be stressing for you because I'm like, man, he got to go do all that. Like, I know he's stressing about it, but, and, and that's okay because we all got to kind of, kind of got to know our stress levels and what's best for us because- yeah the way you just explained it, and that's the first time you really explained it to me, but you were being proactive, but you're being proactive in your own way. Me, I have to put yeah. pen to paper. And you, you kind of, you know, structure everything in your head, then you start putting it together. So, I mean, I, I can't say that that's wrong. I can't say that um, your form of uh, proactivity is, um, not as good as my form, but you know, that's just one of the things that being proactive, I, I know I had to do it then. If I, if I didn't do it, I knew I wasn't going to be successful um, in it. So, yeah. 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 You talk about success and, you know, one of the things that, you know, I try to make sure I share with my kids uh, is definitely, you know, putting your best foot forward, starting early, uh, Sometimes, you know, in being proactive, you have to put, you have to give a little extra, right? You have to sometimes, you know, do a little bit extra than what everybody else is doing. You know, sometimes it means, you know, staying a little bit after your own practice to do something. Sometimes it could be getting up a little bit earlier to do something, right? And yeah. I, I've definitely told, you know, both my kids that, you know, they both, I mean, they're, they're you know, one is 18 and one is 11 and, and you know, so one is technically grown so you know it's it's one of those things where you know trying to instill in her that hey you you got to be proactive you know you got to put your best foot forward all the time you got you know it sometimes you're gonna have to get up early I know you love to sleep but you got to get out there and and start early and I, I try to instill those same things into my son right and maybe you're a person where you don't like to get up early Mm -hmm. I've, I, I'm, I'm technically not a morning person. I really don't like getting up early, Yeah. but here's something that I would suggest to you that, that kind of helped me kind of get up early. And let's say if you're in the habit right now of not getting up early and let's say you're getting up at eight o'clock. Okay. Nine o'clock in the morning. That's what time you normally would naturally get up. But you want to start getting up early to do some of the things that we're talking about where you're meditating, where you're exercising and, you know, uh, legacy building and all those types of things. And you want to start getting up at five. Well, how do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Yeah. 
You don't take the big chunk of the whole elephant all at one time, right? Mm -hmm. So start off in small increments. If you're starting, if you're at eight, you know, say, okay, this week I'm going to get up at 7.45. You know, maybe a couple of days after that, you say, okay, now I'm going to set my clock for 7.30 and gradually work your way into that and build those good habits of getting up a little bit earlier and earlier and earlier. Next thing you know, you're getting up at five and it feels natural. It feels normal. You feel refreshed, you know, and that's, that's just something, you know, we, as fathers, we definitely need to make sure that we're doing so that we're prepared for everything that the world is going to throw at us. And then we can also be able to explain those things to our kids. So when they get older, we're able to explain to them, Hey, this is what you got to do, daughter. This is what you got to do, son. If you want something, sometimes it requires you to lose a little sleep, but that's okay. You're doing it for success. Yeah. And I think we all want our kids to be successful. Uh, I think we all want our kids to be um, productive, mm-hmm. we want them to be upstanding citizens in the communities or whatever community that they uh, move to when they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like that in order for my child to be productive, they have to have discipline. And I feel like, and, and if you disagree, that's fine. Um, I welcome any comments, but I feel like there's a certain amount of discipline that comes with getting up early in the morning. Now I'm not saying that he has to get up at four o'clock like I do, but you know, not staying in the bed till two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, just to show him that discipline. And I feel like that if he sees me get up, and go get it. In which most fathers, we get up and do what we have to do each day. Whether it's Mm -hmm. work or whether you're a business owner, you're going forth, you're doing something each day. You're doing something productive. You're uh, fulfilling your purpose each day. And if our kids can see that from us day in and day out, I think it will have a positive um, input on their lives. And even my son, I mean, he's he's three years old right now. And when I see him in the morning, I go give him a hug and I say, well, bud, I'll see you later this afternoon. Um, and then I tell my wife, bye honey, I'm about to go to work or whatever. So Joe knows now that my dad's going to work. He, he has that in his mind now that dad's at work. And then later on, he's going to understand really what going to work is then he really gets an understanding of what dad had to do. Dad did this every day. And then, like you said, legacy building early in the morning, legacy building, if if you guys don't know about it, is planning um, for your family each day so that you can possibly get the goals that you want to get so you can leave something for your family and leave that legacy. That's right. If you want a legacy of wealth, I know a lot of people have that dream. If you want a legacy to be that you were a productive citizen, you were a pillar in the community, whatever your legacy is that you want to leave, you got a game plan for that. Yeah. And when your kids see what kind of person you are every day, they're going to see you every day. They're going to see you more than everybody else. They're going to see you get up every day. Even if, even if dad doesn't care about his job or whatever, or 
if he hates his job or if dad loves his job, they're going to see the attitude that you take every day. And that's being proactive. You, that's I mean, because right. the bills are due at the end of the month. Okay. So you have to be proactive and some kind of way, get money into that household to pay the bills. Yes. So that's yes. being proactive. You can't wait to the 30th of the month and say, oh man, what I'm going to do to get these bills paid for. No, you got to start on the first. That's whether you're yes, a business right. owner, that's right. whether you're in the working class, you got to pay bills. That is what it is. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, we all have to be proactive and go out and get it. And our kids are going to see that. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to see dad staying at home, not doing anything, not putting his hands to his work, sleeping till noon every day or whatever the case may be. And that's what that's what you're going to get. They're, they're going to learn that. And you don't want them to learn that. Yeah. Right. And then and then, you know, when things not happening for you in life, then you want to blame people for it. You can't blame people as dads, nah. as dads. We are judged for what we are. Just going to be honest with you in, in straight up and down. This is the dad rules podcast. We're going to be straight up honest about it. We are judged on how we provide. What resources do we have? What value do we bring to the household? Security, finances, being there physically for our family, showing love, being being a guide through life, all of that. And, and, And the whole point of raising our kids is being proactive. You yeah. can't wait until your child turns 15 years old and then decide that you're going to raise them to be a productive citizen in the Too community. Late by that point. Yeah. Yeah. The Too raising our responsibility as dads starts at birth. And whether the outcome is good or bad, it's on us. It is what it is. That's right. So that's right. We gotta we gotta take up our responsibilities. And and I know it's a lot of dads out there doing it because I see it all the time. So all this talk about they there's no good dads out here, that's a lie. It's a lot of us out here. And we're doing the best we can. Yeah, we mm-hmm. might come up short. Yeah, we we might fail here or there, but we're we're doing everything in our power to raise our families and be successful. And mm-hmm. it starts with being proactive. Everything we do, raising our kids, yep. we have to be proactive and, and make sure that our kids reach the potential that we know that they can reach. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you said a lot there, man. You said a whole lot. You know, it's, it's so many of us that are, are trying and trying to do the right things and you know we we sometimes you know you you need to hear that some dads need to hear exactly what you just said you know you may mess up here and there but you know get back on it you know 
keep going, keep keep fighting, you know. And and be I didn't proactive. Even, I didn't even think you know? about it. There's a lot of days that you know, depending on the shifts that they work, you know, and they might have to sleep during the day, so mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have to get up early. But you're still in this too, you know, because yeah. it's not that they your time just changes. You just might have to get up a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than what you would normally do to get some of the things done for That's yourself. Right. And, I, and I, I do feel like the that. The main I feel thing like, is about being proactive. Yeah. yeah. And, and dads, we have to like take care of ourselves because we're taking care of everybody else all the time. So mm-hmm. that getting up early thing, it's, it's like a self-check. I didn't mention that, but we need to self-check ourselves. We need to self-evaluate ourselves, you know, in the morning and making sure, you know, am, am I straight? Am I good mentally? Like, am I, am, am I ready to, you know, go to work? You know, am I going to have a good attitude today? Am I ready yeah. to be in front of my kids? Or am, I, am I ready when they wake up? Is my attitude straight right now or when they come down here? You know, because if your attitude's not right, you can greet um, your kids or your wife. You can re- greet them in the wrong manner. You don't want to do that because that, that mm-hmm. damages relationships. And if your day is not right, then okay. now not only is your day wrong or not right, you, you've messed up your son's day. You've messed up your wife's day. So now he's going to have a bad day at school. The wife is going to have a bad day when she goes to work. We set the tone in the household. That's true. We are the leaders in the household. That's right. That's right. I've been and, yep. and people. That's right. You know, right. there's been plenty know. of times. Yeah, I'm just saying, like people, they may not. I know we, society has changed so much, and we might not look at things. They might say, "Well, that's the old school way of looking at it." The fathers are the leaders in the household. We are. So we have set to make tone. sure that we're straight so we can set the tone so we can lead properly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know there's been plenty of times where I've uh, I've gotten up maybe not as early as I wanted to. And then, you know, I'm, I'm trying going. to get up and do some things. Hey, yeah. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, I just said something spicy to my wife. And, you know, the whole day is just, it's just a different, just a different vibe, you know. You got to go and make it right, you know. We've been so, there. yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. I think we all have. Yeah, we uh, all yeah, you got to set the tone, like you said. And yeah, we've all been yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. But it's all about being a dad, yeah. man. You know, we're gonna make our mistakes and stuff, and and man, sometimes you just want to relax, man. Because I know, like this weekend. I think on Saturday I didn't work out. I didn't I didn't get up and work out this morning. I'm doing really bad right now, you know, as far as the exercising thing and getting mm. up early. But you know, tomorrow I'll get back on it, get up early, get my exercising in and everything. And but sometimes you gotta you gotta be able to have that gauge on yourself, like, all right, man, I need to kind mm-hmm. of relax. And and I still got up early, I think yesterday. And I got up pretty early today. Um, yeah. But I just didn't, I didn't go through the normal routine. 
but I don't feel right. off today. And so feel, I feel like it was something that I, yeah. I kind of needed, you know? Right, right. And you know, something else too, I was thinking about, you know, a lot of times for me in, in, in meditating that early, you know, I'll definitely do this on the ride to work. You know, I'll, I'll sometimes, you know, you just affirm certain things and declare certain things about how this is going to be a great day. And, yeah. Uh, just speaking positivity, you know, over my life and over those certain situations or whatever. And, you know, you, you know, people, if, if you haven't done that before, it works. I'm telling you, it works. You know, having a positive mindset, you know, can alleviate a whole lot of the stress that you may have, you know, so it's, it's definitely a go-to for me, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, what you just said is very, very powerful. Um, speaking positively over yourself, over your family. Um, okay. If you don't think that that works, or you think that doesn't might sound right or whatever, think about if you always said something negative about your family, like, mm -hmm. you know, oh. Uh, Oh, I hate my job. Oh, my my son never listens to me. My wife, she's always nagging. You know, when you think about the negative things all the time, it's going to affect your attitude. It's going to affect your mood. And it's going to affect your day. But like you said, being proactive and before anything even gets started, now today is a great day. It's a good day. My my son is well, my wife is well, everything is good in my castle. It just gives you a whole different vibe. Gives you a different perspective too. And you can take on anything at that point. Mm -hmm. And 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 I feel like as you that, know, I, I think about too. We have to feel like we can we're ready for everything. Um and a lot of times, and that's why we had this podcast, is because a lot of times men don't have that positive talk given to them from outside sources. They might not get that encouragement that they need. So I feel like what you're saying is very key because if nobody's going to positively talk to you, you got to talk positively to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's right. And take control over that moment and that's what being proactive is all about is before anything takes off, I'm going to take charge of this right now and I'm going to control my destiny. Yep. You know, I, and this, this also um, leads me to think about this part as well. And this isn't my quote necessarily and you know, I may kind of paraphrase it a little bit in terms of how it is. But when you get up early, a lot of times, man, and you work on those things that you know you should be working on for, for dreams that you have and goals that you have and, and the legacy building that you were talking about, kid, you know, you, you're not caught off guard when you come into a situation that is luck. You know, a lot of times people think somebody got lucky, you yeah. know, oh man, you know, did you hear about so-and-so, man, they got to leave that job and, you know, that ain't their own business or so-and-so, uh, they're doing this now. Oh man, they're so lucky, you know, yeah. no, 
that that didn't happen because of, those things don't happen because of luck. No, it doesn't. Okay, I guarantee you that most of those people, you know, it's a quote and it, it says something like, and again, I might mess it up, but it says something to the effect of, uh, luck is where um, opportunity and preparation meet. Something to that effect. Yeah. That I guarantee you, those people that you call in lucky, those people that you're calling uh, that, oh man, they're so lucky that they got this opportunity. No, I guarantee you, they were preparing for that opportunity. Oh yeah. Years in advance, months in advance, days in advance, you know, yeah. where they were just, you know, kind of preparing, you know, like, hey, if I ever get into this situation, this is what I'm going to do. If I ever get into that situation, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to already have this, you know, I'm going to work on this book right now. And then next thing you know, they meet some agent and the next thing you know, their book is already out because yep. why? They were already working on it. Yep. You know, it's not something that you, you know, you're automatically like, oh, if you, if you think about it, if you meet someone, if you get this perfect opportunity and you're not prepared for it, you're not ready for it, it's going to take you even longer to get and, said opportunity. And you but if you're already, you know, in that grind. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you, you got to, yeah, you, you got to, you know, start early with these things, you know, you know, you know, you, I read somewhere, man, that a lot of these successful CEOs of these big time companies, mm -hmm. you know, they wake up super early in the morning. Yeah. They wake up at, you know, four o'clock in the five o'clock in the morning, yeah. things like that. You know, and if, if, if you're not a morning person, like I said, and you want to be a morning person, you know, follow that suggestion that I gave you, you know, but if you want to continue to do what you're doing and, and it's working for you and you, that you think, go right ahead. But I'm telling you, you know, sometimes you got to lose a little sleep. Sometimes you got to get up early and be proactive. Start early. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, and I felt the same thing that you found. Um, a lot of business, successful business owners and CEOs, when they would talk or when they were giving speeches, they would talk about how they were getting up early and game planning. And that's what made me want to do it. Mm -hmm. And I, I started doing it and I started having a hard time getting up at four because it's really tough at first. And then I listened to another motivational speaker mm -hmm. and it was actually a lady and she was talking about how when she first started doing it, she just counted five, four, three, two, one. And then she just got out of bed. That's all she did. And she said, I know it sounds corny, but she said, I counted five, four, three, two, one and just got up out of bed. And you know what? When I did it, it started working. And I started doing the same thing by just doing it. And so now, you do that now? Yeah, I don't, I don't have to do it now. You do because, that now? Yeah. Okay. I did it. I did it until I got used to getting up. And it, and it worked for me. So it may work for somebody else. But one thing that you were talking about, you were talking about preparation. And preparation is so key. And it still ties into being proactive. But when you are prepared and when you've been preparing for a moment for things to happen, you can go forth expecting things to happen. So when everybody else is like, right. oh my gosh, this is what happened with Kid. Oh my gosh, this is what happened with Mario E. And it's like, you can really sit there and be like, I'm not surprised that this happened. I knew right. that this was what I wanted to happen. And I prepared myself for it. And I grinded in those mornings when nobody can see you. 
and you're working on that thing that you're passionate about while everybody else is asleep, does everybody else deserve the rewards that you get? So, so dads, when you're working and you're preparing for things and even with your kids, and, and, and this is why we have to put this into our kids is that you prepare and you prepare every day of your life. You need to be expecting great things to happen in your life because you are prepared for it. You're built for this. This is a part of your purpose. And we talked about that. We talked about that last week where I felt like a lot of guys were missing out on their purpose in life. But when you find your purpose and you're preparing for it and you're molding yourself for it, and we have to, and while we're molding ourselves for our dreams, we have to mold our kids for theirs. So as they're right. walking every day, tell them to put their head up, stick their chest out, and go forth expecting great things to happen for you in your life. And that's all about being proactive. That's right. You can't be. That's right. Being proactive, and I feel like the one of the worst things we can be in life is reactive. When things happen to us, we just react. No, we don't. We shouldn't wait around for things to happen to us. Be proactive and make things happen. But yeah, I mean, it's, right. it's power. It is so much power in being proactive. There's so much power in being prepared and making sure that you are expecting great things to happen for you. Yeah, you're taking the leadership role as men you know, as fathers, when you're being proactive and, and we not don't just have a allowing anything to happen. Oh, I guess I'll do this. And yeah, this happens. So I guess now I'll adjust. And, you know, it's, 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 it's good, you know, that, you know, you're able to react, um, you know, speedily when things happen, but it's good to also, it's better, I think, to be proactive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, For sure. and, and I think that's kind of tied to success too, is like making things happen. Mm-hmm. Making things happen. You want to be a you, you want to be that person that's that's pushing things forward, and you want to teach your kids to make things happen. If they, because every kid is gonna have a dream, and I feel like when our kids have these dreams and they have their wildest dream, it is every you know depending on what that dream is. <laughs> we want our kids to be able to achieve their wildest dreams. And in order for them to do that, it's going to take them being proactive and doing the proper research. Because some of these jobs out here or some of these careers that they might want to do, it takes for them to do the research. How do you do this? What do you need to go? How do you need to work? What what is everything that you need to do to be successful in this particular field? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... You know, and, and that doesn't need to wait until their 18th birthday for them to try and figure that out. That's right. I'm I'm talking to Shanika now about things with Jonah. It's like, oh my goodness, he likes that over there. Do you think that's something he might want to do when he gets older? Because I want to always put things in front of him so he's always aware of what he could possibly do in life. Yeah. So... I don't ever think yeah, you it's gotta, for that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got to be proactive, like you said, and plan and count the costs, you know? So, you count, count up the, the costs cost. is key. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It is key. to the next segment of the podcast and it's our ask the dad segment and today i have a scenario for you not necessarily a question it's more of a trick question i kind of already know how you're going to answer this but i wanted us to kind of discuss this a little further so the scenario is um you guys are getting ready for bed it's night, you all go to sleep, you and your family. You guys are sleeping well, getting some of the best sleep of your life. And then at 3 a.m. Right. in the morning, there's a knock on your front door. My question is, who answers the door? In my house, who answers the door? So I will tell you like this, three o'clock in the morning, there's a knock on the door. Who's answering the door? I'm answering the door. Obviously. Me. Okay. Obviously. Right. But I would, so let me, let me just take the opportunity to say this as well. Things that have happened when we've had, I guess you could say, uh, it maybe it hadn't been that late at night or early that early in the morning mm-hmm. uh, or when something happens in our house i will say this my wife is definitely a ride or die because she's gotten up with me you understand what i'm saying yeah, yeah so yeah. there was a time i remember back when we were living in arizona and i think some debris had got into i, I don't know what it was but it, it was causing it to, to smoke a little bit. And we both at the same time in the middle of the night smell the smoke and we both at the time I didn't go, hey babe, can you go check on so-and-so or check on it? We both got up at the same time and you know, trying to figure out what was going on. So I know that if, if there was a, a ring on our doorbell at 3 a.m., I'm getting up and I'm gonna be the one opening the door, but I guarantee you she's gonna be behind me with a baseball bat some <laughs> something ready to see hey what's popping what's going yeah, on yeah Who here? that's you right know? that's right so you know so i i got me one that's like that you know yeah. she'll tell anybody quick how she got a black belt in taekwondo just that and the other <laughs> you know so i love that you know but i tell you this if if it was let's say i was away on business i wouldn't want her to open the door i'll say that now some women, agree. some independent women may, may hear me say that and they may think that they got it all under control and they can do that. And, you know, how dare a man tell them that they shouldn't That's answer fine. the door. I respect that. I, re- I respect their, their, their side and I hope they respect what I'm saying, but I don't want my, my wife to answer the door at 3 a.m. in the morning if I'm not there. I don't want her to answer the door at 3 a.m. in the morning if I am there. Because, because I you, feel like I'm the protector. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say, is that because you are the protector in that household. And I think sometimes, I'm not saying that it gets overlooked, but it's such an instinct type of thing that you just 
move into action that I don't think we really think about it a lot. So that's why I really wanted to talk about it today. So like with me, and I've had I've had an early morning um, knock or ring at the at the doorbell. I've had that happen before. Um, actually, it was we had um, we had one of our cars parked on the street, and um, somebody hit our car. And one of my neighbors actually came to my door really early in the morning like that to um, tell us what had happened. And when we got outside, you know, the fire department, the ambulance, and everybody was there. And um, I had heard a bang. And, you know, once I heard a bang, I was like, I think that's something, honey, you know. And I'm like getting up, getting everything I need to get ready to, you know, to check the house or whatever. But she was like, I don't think it's nothing or whatever. So I just laid back down. And the next thing I know, somebody rang the doorbell. So at that moment, and it's funny because, like I said, it's just the instinct thing where she automatically goes to find Joe and see if he's okay. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of go to the door and check that out. And what are we really doing as fathers when we go to that door and answer the door? What are we really doing at that moment? And I thought about it and I said, we're really putting our life on the line to protect our family. Yeah. It doesn't, it, that doesn't get broadcast, but it's the truth. When we go to that door, yeah. whatever's on the other side of that door, we're going to be the first line of defense before our family is harmed. And yeah. And I, I want to talk about this because I want the dads to understand that their value in the home is more than just finances. Their value in the home is more than just being dad. It's more than just physically being there. It's more than just the same. We provide a tremendous amount of security in the home. And when, when security is absent, then insecurity takes place. Now, yeah. I talked to, um, I was talking to a friend of mine and she's married and she has a child and she was talking about how her husband usually works during the day but this particular week he had to work nights. And she was talking about how I check my door more than I normally do this whole week. I checked my door, I was checking it, making sure things was okay, you know, checking the outside, making sure everything was, you know, in place. And then she said, she said, my daughter, actually you know slept in the bed with me and the daughter missed that dad wasn't there you know mm -hmm. so right there it told me that you know with that dad not being there and a lot of times the dad would go to sleep early but she never would check the doors the daughter was just fine sleeping in her own room and all of that and i was like wow do you see what dads bring to the table? 
And we haven't said anything about providing anything. Just your presence in the house makes a difference. And I think about my mm-hmm. own home. Bro, I can, I can. Im- I, yeah. I think about my own home and like times that I was not even out late, but it was dark outside and I hadn't got home yet. And my son would be uneasy. Now he doesn't verbalize all his feelings all the time. No, he doesn't say I'm scared. He may say, where's dad? But he doesn't say I feel insecure right now or I'm scared. But my wife says he's a little uneasy. And I know how I felt when I was a kid and when my dad, my dad was always there at night. But sometimes you might be at the store, you might have a meeting or something that gets you home a little late. And just imagine how that affects your kids. Yeah. And I miss my mom too, but we're talking about the dads, right? If my mom was out shopping or something like that, I'd be concerned where she's at, but it's more, I'm concerned what my mom is because she needs to be protected. We got to make sure she's okay. We got to make sure she's straight. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that a woman is weak. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about our natural places in nature what we naturally bring to the table. I looked for my dad for security. And not to say that dads don't love, but I really look for the the nurturing from my mom. I look for the love from my mom. But from my dad, I always felt secure and safe when he was there. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, you know, I, I wanted to hear what you had to say too. No, 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 no. I I was just going to comment. I was just going to say there have been times where I've went away on business for a week or whatever. And, you know, my wife would tell me sometimes, especially like when they were younger, you know, they would get into bed with her because they didn't feel, you know, it would, like you said, they would feel uneasy being, you know, alone, you know, in the house by themselves, you know, so definitely, you know, we, we provide that. We provide that, that security and that, that sense of like, Oh, everything's gonna be okay because because dad is home, you know. So it's uh definitely definitely what you said is true, yeah. you know. And I, I can I can look at it the same way you're saying that, you know. <clears throat> and again, like I, I echo the same thing you said is is not to say that a woman can't protect her family because yeah. def, definitely women, single mothers, they do that all day long. They do, and I applaud all of them. They you do. Know? Uh, it's just that, you know, we're, right now we're talking this dad rules podcast. We're talking about men and we're trying to up, uplift men and trying to help them dad better. And we're just trying to give that that uh, that direction for, for some guys who may not see it or may not know it. And that encouragement to them to say, hey, your family needs you and your family wants you to be there and yep. your family expects you to protect them. That, that's all we're saying, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I can think about uh, just yesterday, uh, we went on a track meet uh, with my son and the drive was two and a half hours long. Um, I wanted to drive. That's not to say my wife couldn't drive, um, but 
the, to me, there's sometimes there are things and you, you could call it old school, you could call it passe, you could say that I'm, I'm you know, uh, whatever. I kind of tend to look at it, maybe sometimes it's some chivalry, okay? Uh, you know, but that, that's another thing, it's chivalry dead, okay? But, um, you know, I wanted to, to take the opportunity to drive two and a half hours, you know, I didn't want my wife driving. She, she's more than capable of driving two and a half hours to the yeah. destination to go to the, to the track meet. But I wanted to say, honey, you, you know, you, you rest and, you know, you just keep me company. We talk and we listen to some music while we're driving, mm -hmm. but um, I'm going to take this. One. I'm going to drive, you know, you don't worry about it. So those are, those are some things, you know, I think, uh, you know, men, I feel like, you know, certain things in our house, I feel like, hey, I take care of, you don't worry about this. I got this. And then there are other things that, you know, she may tell me, hey, I got this over here and you don't worry about it. Yeah. So that's, that's how I look at it. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's, it's like, yo, like everybody has to realize their, their purpose in the home. And like I said, the value, the value that's there. And I think, you know, a lot of guys, they don't realize their value in the home and you're valuable. You're valuable. And I just want to say that yeah. today because um, I feel like somebody needs to hear that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that all you got? That's all I got today, bro. All right. Well, we thank you guys for listening to the Dad Rules podcast, and we want you to take this. We want to hear what you got to say about this. We want to hear about your experiences with being um, the security in the household, or or how you felt as a kid, or we just want to we want to keep this conversation going. So, like, comment, and subscribe. And guys, we'll see you guys next week. Mario E and Kid, we are signing out. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E. and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.